Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh my God, these are the best slippers I've ever worn in my life. They're um, a lovely color. They are so nice. Can we take them on wheels? Yes. Can I take all the toiletries home as well? Yes. Can I take the coffee stuff home? No. No? Everything's in boxes. Everything's... I'm just... I feel... I feel... I feel like a princess. I do. Princess No Grace. I feel like Princess One no. for the Monaco fans. Oh, my God. I am Princess No Grace. <laughs> to help I sexted my boss. Helpful advice for the daily struggles of modern life. Well, that was the plan. Until Jordan turned up. Much to William's displeasure, Jordan has no filter, and some of you may find what follows a tad offensive. If you think you can't handle it, press your pause button now. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss from Monaco. This is the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life, aiming to answer your 21st century questions and find those solutions to everyday dilemmas. Like, <clears throat> I've, got, I've got nuts in the back of my throat. <laughs> I've had so much nuts today. Every time you get a, every time you get a drink here, right, we're going to go on to drinks. Every time you get a drink, they bring like nuts and crisp. I think they don't charge us for this. Like, where do you find a bottle of the Bonnet? In Monaco, and how long is too long to hold in a fart when you're in a posh cafe abroad? <laughs> and of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Henderson? No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more Monaco, you're more Costco. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, that, isn't it? That was good. That was good. I didn't trump in the cafe, though, did I? Well, I, d- I don't believe so. Right, we are here. We are currently in a five-star hotel in Monaco and it is absolutely stunning. I mean, I have been to some places in my life. Blackburn, Preston, Manchester, Magaluf, Benidorm, but this... Well, no, you did, when we were, when, when we were going for our mints around, you did point to the, to the, the vista... No, I'm eating my and go, that does just look like Benidorm. From the back, it does um, it does look a bit like Benidorm. But yeah, we're here because William managed to get a free holiday. No, no, yeah. no, stop. Stop right there. William is doing some work in Monaco. And off the back of that, because my normal plus one, the lovely Mikey, is not available. He's I got have, a big wall. He's got a big graft on. I have brought you. Yeah. And... For some reason, unbeknownst to any of us, also 
tagging along for the ride is... Producer Ben's wrangled his way in. So, but it's lovely. It's lovely to be on holiday with the two of you. I'll be honest; it doesn't yet feel like a holiday. No, 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 no. We've had a day of it. Like, I just, I'm just going to describe. Shall I like go and kind of do just a quick? What's going on in the room? Can I do? Can I? No. Yeah. Can I take? Am I still plugged in? Can you still hear? Me? Right. I'm going to take the mic off. It's hold. Your flies are undone again. And my flies undone. Sorry. Right. First of all, there's the balcony, which, honest to God, there's G and Divas. There's a great view. Hello, Monaco! Jordan! Hi, love! Jordan, stop it. Come back inside. Come back inside. Right. um, This is so There's a massive, like, the furniture is here. Everything's in posh boxes. Look, everything. The remote control's got a case. For their remote control, they have a case. We've got two massive double beds, and it's just it's just the details, the little things like they've put tissues on the bedside table, little things like that. Tissues on bedside table. I've not had bed- tissues on my bedside table since I lived at my mum's, so it's really nice that. Um, now we're going to go into the cupboard. It's a walk-in cupboard. They've got dressing gowns and a, and a free brolly. I'm taking that home. We've got. Um, you cannot got- take the umbrella home. They've got, uh, we can take the brolly home. We've got um, really nice hangers and there was a brush in here that you use for your coat and I thought it was for your hair. We're in the bathroom now. Got a walk-in shower. I'm in the shower. It's, it's phenomenal. It's proper marble, solid marble. We've got two uh, sinks. We've got um, Le Corpse body lotion and Guerlain... Hair, summer, I don't know, I don't speak French. Got soap, all this is coming back to Burnley. And the toilet's separate, but the toilet's got a remote control. The toilet, right, you can wash your bum. You can, pr- should we do a live demonstration? No. No? Right, okay, we're not allowed to. But honestly, the hotel is amazing. And I've also got on some uh, complimentary slippers. slippers that yes. they give you. and They, are they sp- say nice things about your feet. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> I've just got that. It's like having clouds around my toes. That's nice. Um, before we go any further, would you like a and d I would love a and d We've got the little, uh, the little miniature bottle of gin from the minibar. Right, hang on, how much is that going to cost us? Don't worry about that. Everything is so dear. And we have brought with us all the way in our Even the crisper five-star. I don't want to go home. <laughs> We've brought... I think the hotel want you to go home. We've brought the D... We have brought the D. Do you always get free holidays like this? This is a work holiday, and, and the longer, the more Williams, time I spend with you... He's writing a review for the Daily Mail. The more it feels like work. I might do a review for Burnley Express. Um, right, so who should we toast? I think because we're in Monaco, we should uh, toast to the head of state, the Sovereign Prince. Who's that? Uh, who, well, the head of state... Who is it? Prince Albert. Is it actually? Let me just check. <laughs> um, yes, Albert II, I was right. I knew is I should it trust Prince my... Albert? Yes, okay. it is. Um, I want to toast to someone. Anyone you can think of Monaco related? Um, that girl, the stewardess, Becky was nice on EasyJet, weren't she? I was very... I'm a there nervous, was a connection. I was a nervous flyer and I thought she was nice. She said, excuse me, lah. 
just to let you know, you're at the uh, emergency exit there, so in the unlikely event that there's uh, an emergency, you might have to kick the door open, lie, is that OK? I went, sound, Becky, love, not a problem. She'd done Be- a flight down from Liverpool this morning, <laughs> hadn't she? <laughs> <laughs> to Becky from EasyJet. And Prince Albert of Monaco. Mm. I'll be honest, the D tastes nicer when you're abroad, doesn't it? That is great. Something a bit special. I'm not even saying it. Producer Ben, try some of that. That is the best gin and debonet I have ever had. It bugs me. We've come on air and he's, he's going, giving little noddy, noddy head signs and sign language. I mean, shut him up all day. Hi, guys. Just take a picture of me next to the sea so Kat can see how good looking I am. Yeah, hi, guys. Can I borrow your sunglasses? I didn't bring my own. Oh, no, guys. I forgot my swimming trunks. Right, have you brought some luxury munchettes? I've brought some luxury munchettes. That uh, Roberto, Bob as I call him, like to keep me working class roots, you know. Everyone's like, hey, Roberto. I'm like, Bob, come here, pal. And he's given me some, (laughs) I think Bob's stuck a shining to me. Bob is the, or Roberto is the um, room service man. Room service attendant. The room service attendant here. And he's just given me these. So let's start with some luxury Monaco five-star hotel. Can we say what hotel we're in? Yeah, the Hotel de Paris. We're in Hotel de Paris. We'll run this past. Hotel Dupree. And he's brought us, oh, what are they called, these? Don't tell me, don't tell me. Think of the President of France. Trump. Macrons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what I'm going to go for the pink. You go for the brown one. <laughs> you eat the pink. <laughs> ben? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Ben, oh there's to get for you. Would you like one, darling? You have that one. Mm. Do you know what? I could get used to this. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I'm like a pig in shit. I'm just, I'm just making this perfectly clear. For all my other holidays, Mikey is my plus one. Oh, unless he's unavailable, and then, then that's where you then fall in the order of. Be honest. Of when you invited me to this holiday, how many people did you invite before me? Eight. Are you joking? Is that the exact thing? Oh my god. So last week, I sent both you and Ben an incredibly detailed minute-by-minute itinerary of today of our trip in Monaco. Mm-hmm. From what time we were meeting, where we were meeting, what time this happened, what time that happened. Both of you, separately last week, privately messaged me and go, can you send me that itinerary again? <laughs> I mean, what was the point? Yeah. Not high five. No. And then still, even still, to be fair, Ben managed to get there on time. You went to the wrong terminal. You went to the south terminal. Right, first of all, Gene Devers, that itinerary he sent us was way too long. It was a five-page itinerary. We're only here for a night. It was five pages long. He told me what socks to wear and everything. Don't need that. Right, one page. You weren't actually wearing socks on the flight. I was. They were invisible socks. Second thing, I was outside WH Smith's. I was on the phone to him going, where are you? I'm outside Smith's. I realised I was at the wrong terminal, which wasn't so bad because I thought I was at the wrong airport. Which was a worry. Right, I'm now on my second gin and debonair. You have had a lot of drink today. I have <laughs> so much to drink. Being from the north, of course, Jordan has to uh, drink at airports. <laughs> <laughs> I am terrified of flying. Yes. I, I hate flying, so usually... And this I, probably also contributed to why you were drinking so I was, I was drinking. I don't think I was that bad on the plane today. I was uh, a bit... Uh, was there? Well, you were obviously on a different flight to the, the pair of us. You were sitting in the middle... Ben was in the window, I was by the aisle, and uh, you took our hands, 
And generally, I actually had to get you to let go of my, my left hand flying. because the circulation went. I hate flying. From, up, from upwards of where you were holding, it had gone white. Yeah. There was no blood circulating. Even you were back. clinging on, fingers interlocked to both of us. God yeah. bless you. I mean, my heart went out to you. And I appreciate the fact that you went through with it because I think you probably at certain stages wanted to walk. Oh, I was, I was, there was points where I thought I'm not getting on this plane. And then, um, I ain't getting on no plane! I ain't getting on no plane! And then um, I nearly did a full Mr. T. And then I just thought we'd get on it, and then I'd had a few drinks. You were absolutely... Until we actually got up to cruising altitude, you were... you were. That's late, I mean, it, we're going cruising. <laughs> you, you were very nervous. I was. I don't... I don't, I, I you, don't. Although you started to read, yeah, and I, I think me, that calmed you down a I bit. I read my book. Ben was reading his sort of lefty material, whatever he'd brought on the, the plane. And I then watched Mary Poppins, the, uh, yeah, rich, yeah. the original. William was watching Mary Poppins. I'm reading my book. Ben's reading his. Then we finally get to... Um, we land in Nice and... Nice, you know that. I know, just like winding you up. We landed in Nice. No, bollocks. The French do it their way. We do it our way. It's nice, isn't it? We landed in... <laughs> I'm so Brit abroad, it's unreal, isn't it? So we landed at Nice Airport and uh, a lovely bloke was waiting with William's name on a placard. They actually do that. That's actually a thing. And he said, um, would you like me to carry your bag, sir? I said, no, you're all right, pal. Said to Ben, would you like me to carry your bag, sir? No, pal, thanks. Not for me, I'll manage on my own. Said to William, sir, would you like me to carry your bags? And William's like, yes, please, could you take this? And literally... Well, I'm William, not stupid. William gave him all his luggage. I didn't know where to look. I didn't know where to bloody look. My matching set of executive luggage with genuine leather embellishments and initials. And then when we actually arrive at the hotel... And we walk into the lobby. And I had already said to the chap, we I'm are checking cringing. in. I'm cringing at well, this. Rightly so. So we're in a very nice lobby, terribly grand, marble everywhere. <laughs> My mum said before I went, she went, don't, she was like, look, she's like, don't show me up. Don't play up to it. We get it, you Northern and all that. That's, this is what my mum said to me. Like, she's like, don't play up to it too much. What did I do? You only just got over the threshold and I'm already at the reception desk and I hear... Bags! Bags! <laughs> He's forgot the bags! I thought he drove... I've forgotten the bags. I have left them with the team of porters <laughs> to bring them to our room. Because that's what happens <laughs> in a nice hotel. I've never been to a place like this. I'm so out of my comfort zone now. I don't know whether to shit or be sick. I don't know what to do. And he drove off and I went, Bags! Bags! He's forgot the bags! And, I and of course, in a... Bu- in a, in a Marble lobby where with a vaulted ceiling that reverberates somewhat. <laughs> We'd literally been here. Thankfully, I was standing a suitable distance away from you that I could pretend I didn't know you. I am, I am sorry about that. We'd literally been here 10 minutes and do it again. Do your impression again. What did I do? Bags! Bags! <laughs> I'm so sorry. Are you ashamed of me? There have been many moments on this trip where I've thought. I wish Mikey were here. Aww. So what's been your first impression of Monaco? I mean, I've been here a couple of times before. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's absolutely lovely. It is. This... It's very nice. I mean, to be fair, the weather isn't perfect. No. It's dry. It's sunny-ish, but it's cloudy. Mm-hmm. But it's still, I think you can see the charms of yeah. Monaco. You I'm, can see uh... why a lot of people come here to uh, pay the right amount of tax. Oh, good. we're not even going to get into that. I am witnessing how the other half live like this is it's where all the rich it's where a lot of rich people come in it 
wealthy people? People with, with higher levels of disposable income. Why can't you just say rich people? Okay, it's where the rich people come. It's where rich people come. Or as they're officially called now, ultra-high net worth. Ultra-ultra-high. Ultra-high net worth. There's, there was a woman before, right? She was that Botoxed up, she couldn't even speak to a waiter. Right? I was earwigging. She's going, I just want to sign it, please. It's going to sign it, madam. It's going to sign it, madam. It's going to sign it, madam. And it's going to I no understand, madam. What would you like? And her, and her, her husband was like, "So what's gin and tonic? It's Botox up." So well, I'm not really sure that's what the husband was like. It weren't northern, but Mike, did you see her? She couldn't move. There's there's a lot of uh, cosmetic surgery. Cosmetic surgery. Gee, cosmetic tits nearly knocked me out when she turned round to light a fag. Jesus Christ, cosmetic surgery. I'm spending a night with Jordan. I've got to spend a night with Jordan, <laughs> so pity me. But my first impressions of Monaco is it's lovely. It's an absolute beautiful place. Uh, look, uh, G and Divas, we're here. We're doing a podcast live from Monaco, um, but we're gonna. It's gonna be a normal podcast. Um, In fact, we're doing two episodes. We're doing two episodes. So uh, next week you're gonna hear an episode as well. So tomorrow we're. We've actually, got to go out for a very smart dinner after this. We're gonna go out for dinner, so we're gonna tell you about how dinner went and stuff. But I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be on my best. But I. Do Your best behaviour. I'm going to be on my best behaviour. I can. You can tell I've had a drink, can't you? <laughs> I'm a bit like lively. You haven't just had a drink. You have had a series of drinks oh, over the shit. course of the day I'm that abs- started at half past nine in the morning. I'm absolutely, London shit-faced. time. <laughs> I'm levered. All oh I no, that means we're an hour ahead. So I've lost out on drinking time. I've lost an hour of drinking time. Well, if that's what you want to think, I am well mannered. I've got good manners. You're just very loud. That's what I've noticed about you. Even when we're in the lifts, when you forgot your sunglasses, and of course, well, we weren't in the you weren't in the lifts because you don't, don't take lifts. And you forgot your sunglasses, and then you made me go back upstairs to get them. Yeah, because I don't do that. Because, quote unquote, it's my look. <laughs> no, I want. That's what you said. Yeah, I did. But there's people here with two hundred pound sunglasses. And where are yours from? Six quid from H and M. I'm looking forward to the meal tonight. So yeah, we're doing the podcast. Well, the next couple of weeks going to be live from Monaco. I'm looking forward to it with some. Trepidation. Trepidation, yeah. Can I just say mm. one thing you did say before we, we came to this very nice hotel? What is it? Hotel Tipari. Um, you did say to me and producer Ben, and I, I, I respect you for this. You said, don't start taking selfies as soon as we check in. It's not very classy. Yeah, do you don't, it, it, your attitude to any sort of environment, whether it's in Monaco, London, Burnley, wherever, <laughs> if you walk in and you see a you know a gorgeous chandelier, Oh, started early. <laughs> started slurring too early. <laughs> I suppose as well. Um, if you walk in and you see a gorgeous chandelier, for example, you might be inclined to go, oh, take a photo, take a photo. Yeah. Whereas really your attitude should be, well, mine's bigger at home. <laughs> no, it was the fact that you said don't take pictures and me and Ben were dying because like, when you walked in, it's like that's, that music was in my head. That they play the Champions League. The Champions! The Champions! Do you know what I mean? And it was just, it was a bit overwhelming, I'm not going to lie. And then William said, don't like take pictures or put anything on Insta yet, let's just get in first. And I'm glad you said that to me. Thank God. And I think it is. But um, thanks for inviting me, I'm having a lovely time. Thank and you. And me, you're in my posh slippers, eating macrons, drinking gin in the bonnet, and having a shit where the toilet wipes your ass for you. So, what more could you want? Well, of course, it's not just about us, even though we're here in Monaco on our very first and probably our last Help I Sex to My Boss holiday. 
Um, no, there's going to be more after this. Mm. You're you're in charge of the next one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which slightly worries me. Uh, it's all about you, of course, and your problems. We've got envelopes here waiting. Our post bag is bulging as ever, and we're going to tackle those very shortly after a holiday special edition of Jordan's Joke of the Week. So my joke of the week is uh, Paddy and John are at work. Right. John asks Paddy what that thing is in his hand, and Paddy replies, he says, that's my thermos flask, John. John says, but what does it do, Paddy? Well, John, it keeps hot things hot and cold things cold. John says, so what's in yours, Paddy? And I'll tell you after the break. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. So Paddy and John are at work. John asks Paddy, what's that thing in his hand? And Paddy says, this is my thermos flash, John. And John says, what does it do, Paddy? He says, well, John, it keeps hot things hot and cold things cold. John says, so what's in your flask then, Paddy? And Paddy says, well, I've got tomato soup and a chalk ice. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like that? Well, it's uh, it's fun, isn't it? I've been given a little bag. Mm. It's a little, um, how do we describe this? Tote bag. Was that brought in by the better days? And I, oh. It's not okay. a tote bag, it's a beach bag. There's a tote bag. It's a beach bag. Oh, oh. come off. And it's written on a card that says, it's got a picture of a llama, mm-hmm. and it says, no prob llama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Here can we, we have go. another G and Tabane? Shall I pour it? It says, hey team, please see enclosed Larry the llama. He likes ice cream and long walks on the beach, so it's a perfect holiday companion. <laughs> 
Once Larry's worn you out, please return him to me at the below address. And then it gives her a Jess. Thanks, Jess. Oh, oh she's got a little llama. Oh, it's cute. It's really sweet. That's it, a sweet little llama. It smells all right. It's not been anywhere. But it, it's turned into a bit like CBeebies now, reading out cards and stuff. We need questions and dilemmas. That's what we're... We're not bloody <laughs> children's television presenters. Oh, and we'd like to wish... <laughs> Little Roy, a happy fourth birthday. And his mum's made him a little card here and he's got a picture of a llama on. Happy birthday. No, the llama's lovely. we're going to have ice cream and jelly later on. We, we love, my mum got me a card read out on CBeebies. Does she? Got it on, oh, we must try and find oh, that. Oh, do you know what? She said she's got it on tape somewhere. Oh, that's we must find that. Yeah, she well, got... Jess, thank you so much indeed no. for, sending, for sending in Larry. Jess, seriously, I, I didn't mean to be rude before. It is nice, but we need questions and dilemmas as well. But if you want to send us stuff but in... But we will keep it. Larry company. No, Jess, it is nice that you sent that in to us. It is. And we, we want your dilemmas and your questions, but you can send us stuff in. I can't get this bottle of gin open. I've been give trying it, for like it to, five Give it to minutes. a real man. We open that little mini bar bottle of gin. Who's paying for that? You. I'm not paying for... How much is that? Go, go to the mini bar. Ben, tell us how much that is. These are probably the most expensive gin and bonos we've ever had. How much? Oh my god. Ben has just put his hand over his mouth. 18 euros for one. 18, 18 euros for a mini bottle. Of, right, fill them back up in water and put them back in. Right. Fill, go, and, go and run tap. I'm not sure that's how it's worked. No, I'm not sure that's they, how won't, it works. they won't notice. I did it with my dad once and we didn't get charged. 18 euro for one of them. It's a tiny bottle. Well, no wonder we're leaving Europe. Eight, yes. Potentially. No wonder. I'll do another edit in case we're not by the time this goes out. No wonder we're not leaving Europe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's our first question. Next question. Can I have some more? It's a political question. Oh, God. From Penelope. Well, I thought we weren't allowed to talk politics. Hello, boys. What? Do you want to finish rattling the ice whilst I'm reading? If I don't read the questions, what am I? I feel like I'm going to have our first sex with my boss argument. Right, crack on. Hello, boys. My question is somewhat related to politics. I do often have to work with Americans. They don't understand how we are all still ruled by the Queen and comment that it's so oppressive. Of course, they have no idea what they're talking about and are probably parroting some propaganda taught at school. I've explained that the Australian people have had a few opportunities to vote for a republic, but have always voted to retain our head of state. How do I tell them to stuff their deluded air of superiority up their star-spangled banner? Penelope. So what's the question? I don't know, I've just read it. Yeah, but it was long. So, clearly, Penelope is living in Australia. She meets Americans who don't understand that Australia is still ruled... In theory, it's a constitutional monarchy by the Queen. So what should she do? What should she do? I get this all the time, even in Britain, with Republicans and people that are anti-monarchy who think that there would be, you know, somehow if we got rid of the monarchy, the expense would be less. And that's normally, it's normally a financial argument that they have. They oh. don't really get the fact we have to have a head of state. You can't not have a head of state. You still have to pay for their living. You have to pay for their security. You have to pay for their meals. What they actually really object to is the sort of the, the supposed pomp and um, ceremony, cer- ceremony that, that they see. And actually these coaches and the palaces have gone on for years and years and years and actually are 
very well built, so they last. See, um, Australians, from what I gather, the Australians that I've met, great laugh, great people. Um, have you ever been? To, no, you, of course you haven't been to Australia. Been to a walkabout bar. That's not Australia. It's an Australian bar. <laughs> I used to love walkabout in Burnley. Great bar. I think you just respectfully say, well, let's agree to disagree. Because there are always going to be people in life that you meet that have different opinions to you. There's no point trying to convert them if they don't don't agree. You just respect the fact that they have a difference of opinion. And that's key in this snowflake generation that we have. Oh, I know I you don't like the word snow- that. He said that and looked me and Ben right in the eye then. Some people have difference of opinions. You so- respect their right to have the opinion. You may not agree with it. You move on. Okay, yeah, I, I, I quite like the let's agree to disagree, but the Australians that I've met on when I went travelling after uni and I didn't go travelling, I just did four weeks in my glove. <laughs> you went four weeks? Well, I was going to go out there with a mate and do like a, a summer, but I went for two weeks and then I came home because I ran out of money. Um Right. So that was my travelling. Great. <laughs> really broadened great my horizon. Chat. It was great, great experience. My advice is from, from the Australians that I've met, just be be really Aussie and tell them as it is. Well, oh, fucking hell, mate. Right. I've got a bit cockney. Let me do that again. <laughs> Trying to actually attempt an Australian accent. day, mate. Right. We've got our own president, mate. I can't be out. Just, just... G'day, Skip. G'day, Skip. Right, Skip. No, I can't do it. Let me do it. Wait, wait. You're wait. not very good at accents, are you? I'm not very good at accents, but I can do it. And I'll share one. Let me get into character. <clears throat> G'day, Skip. What are you saying about us Australians, mate? Fuck off, mate. I've gone fucking cockney, but I'll tell you what it is, right? You can take your president, attempt to get lost, get out of our country. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. It's an Australian with it. that grew up under the sound of the bow bells. I don't, I don't know where I'm going with it. It's just agree to disagree. I'm so drunk. I think <coughs> this is the most drunk I've been for an episode. Next question. Who's this from? This is from Gillian. Gilly. Gillian. Gillian got in touch via email, which is help at sexismyboss.com. Good morning, slash afternoon, slash evening, gentlemen. Delete is applicable. Depending on when you're listening to this, you delete us. Do your own deletion. I thought she was like saying, delete the gentleman bit. Oh, that reminded me. On the way in, we went into a bisexual toilet. No, no, you made it bisexual. <laughs> you and Ben walked into the women's loose at Nice Airport because you can't I, read a sign. I followed, right? I've, we got to Nice Airport. I needed a wee, so did Ben. So I followed Ben and Ben was like, follow me. Yeah, this is like a unisex toilet coming here. Went for a wee. I come out and every woman's... Looking at you a bit weirdly. Looking at me weirdly. Ben had already walked off, so I just went, bonjour, <laughs> bonjour, oui, oui. And all I could hear was this woman going, and something in French, just went, monsieur, monsieur, monsieur. I was like, yes, I am a monsieur. Realised I'm having a... Monsieur. I'm in the pigging ladies' toilets. Anyway. Whereas, you see, I saw a sign saying Homs and I knew where I was going to go. <laughs> Anyway, going back to Gillian's question, cue the music again. Good morning slash afternoon slash evening, gentlemen. Delete is applicable. I'm a single lady in my 40s, but thanks to my childless lifestyle, wonderful bone structure and immature outlook on life, most people I meet are shocked to learn my real age. Sounds a bit like you, Jordan. Bone structure, immature outlook on, on life and in your 40s. I'm not in my 40s. 25. I'm not afraid to... I'm, I'm nearly... All right, I'm nearly 26. 
Now, having been single for a while now, I've recently been dipping my toe, metaphorically, uh, I believe there are some disgusting things on the internet these days, so I felt I should clarify, into the world of internet dating. People, I watched some at once. No, she I don't know. No, no, Nutella. no, Nutella. no Jordan, sh- However, I have been horrified at the specimens within my age bracket and much prefer the company of younger men. Safe at parties. So, my question is this What is the etiquette of omitting to reveal one's age, or more accurately, blatantly lying? If it is considered uncouth to ask a lady about her age, surely this is acceptable. Any advice would be wonderful, of course, but I will probably just do it anyway. Yours in anticipation, Gillian. Never ask what? a lady her age. Would you ever lie about your age? Uh, no. No. Why are, you asking, why are you looking at me like that? I, I don't know. No, because now you're making it out like I'm some 30-year-old. No, I wouldn't lie about my age, but you should never ask a lady her age. Well, I don't, wouldn't say actually ask anyone their, your age. Two things my mum always used to say to me, never ask a lady her age and never go in a lady's handbag. Or indeed a lady's lavatory. A lady's lavatory? Oh, yeah, fell. <laughs> my mum once said I asked her some money for the cinema. Hmm. And I went in, in the bag and got a purse. She went mad at me. I'll never forget that. I've never gone in a lady's handbag since. Really? Yeah, you shouldn't go in a lady's handbag, you know. No, never never go anywhere near a lady's clutch. No. Eh? Right, is it all right to lie about your age? I think if you're on the dating scene, I don't think it is. No, of course, in, in a professional environment, if you're going for a job, for example, they actually can't legally ask you your age. Oh, can they not? No, and I think sort of similar... I would agree. I mean, I hate being asked my age, um, especially when I started uh, my professional career. And I was really quite young. I was often many, many, many more years younger than the people that I was teaching, I didn't feel saying my age was, was appropriate. Right. When I first met you, mm. I thought you was in your late 30s. Really? Well, yeah. yeah. Late 30s? Yeah. How old do you think... How old do I look now? You look younger now, okay, but you have good. had... I have not ha- gone under the knife, thank You've you very much. You've had a bit of work. You've had a bit. <laughs> what work? You've, I mean, you're not like some of the women here. I I will admit, years ago, because I had a a bump on my forehead, which is sort of still there, which is an overactive muscle, I then got told, someone said, go and and talk to a guy about Botox because he could freeze it to stop that muscle from bulging because it was showing up under certain lights. We had about your forehead here. So I went and saw this chap, and he said, yeah, I think a bit of Botox would cure it. And I said, oh, OK, well, I'd probably consider Botox then. I'll, I'll, I'll book in. And before I could know it, he'd stuck a needle in my head. Oh. And I had Botox there and then. I thought you had to then rebook. I didn't realise he was going to do it. Have you had any more since? Well, we won't go into that. So, But anyway, I first, the first time I had Botox, it was completely accidental. OK. Is it OK to lie about your age? Uh, no, because you shouldn't be asked your age. Exactly. That's the question. But she's saying on the dating scene, people are going to ask you, got a blister on my big toe, look at that. It's going to come up now in the next couple of days. Um, I, I think you've got to be honest. If you are asked, especially when you've been dating, I think you've got to be honest. Right, yeah. next question. This is from Lindsay, who also got in touch via email. Dear William and Jordan, at a social occasion, what is the etiquette for eating crudités, such as tortilla chips and dips? Crudités. Crudités. What's that? Just little, you know, carrot sticks, cucumber sticks. Crudite. Radishes. Is it a type of food? You know, like, like, you know, when you've got lots of vegetables cut up and tortillas and dips. Is that called crudite? Crudite. Is that just like a picky tea? I'm, I'm sorry? A, pi- <laughs> a picky tea. 
Do you know what a picky tea is? No. We've talked about this. Look, I had a picky tea a couple of weeks ago. It's on my Instagram. Right. So a picky tea or a freezer tea or freezer tapas. Well, no, it's definitely not from the freezer. Freezer tea, freezer tapas party It's from the tea. fresh drawer. Did you never have a picky tea when you were younger? Well, I still don't really know what it is. A party tea. Did your mum ever say, well, we're going to have a party tea? It's just a buffet. Your mum would just cook everything off, make a few butties. Um, you'd put, like, smiley faces on a plate, chicken no. drummers, chicken nuggets... You just have like loads of bits crisp. No. Like a, a bit of dip, some red and brown sauce. A buffet. You are describing a buffet. Yeah, it's, it's not but a it's, picky tea. It's a picky tea. Mum just like having it's a, a bit. Have you never had one? It's a buffet. Right. Anyway, what's that called that she's had? Crudite. I have never in my twenty-five years in life, I have never heard of that. Well, you need to get out more. Unfortunately, we happen to have a family member who thinks it is acceptable to scoop said dip taking half the pot with his crisp, then stuff that into his mouth as he preloads yet another crisp. It makes me feel nauseous. Kind regards, Lindsay. My dad got thrown out of a party once for double dipping. He got thrown out? Mm-hmm. Wow. My mum told me this recently. He was at a party and the... Uh, recently, this... Or she told me this a while party. Ago. He was a young... He was a, like, quite a young soldier and the regimental sergeant major had a uh, Christmas party. I mean... <laughs> Oh, no wonder where I get it from. He's quite a respectable human being, my dad. And he was at uh, the RSM's party. And they said, Graham, stop double dipping. And he was drunk, so he kept double dipping and he threw him out. Yes, you see, now, look, if I, let's say, have a a carrot, which is said uh, item from the crudite platter, I find if it's a a fairly long carrot, I will dip that carrot into the taramasalata, the hummus, whatever it is, eat that bit... The taramawat? Taramasalata. Don't you even attempt to say that. You'll give yourself a hernia. I've had satsuki recently. You've had what? Satsuki. Tatsiki. <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> I can only say it once. It's fairly difficult. Satsuki. After a couple of gin and debonis. <laughs> Tazaki. It's spelt Tazaki, innit? Sort of, yes. Anyway, go on. Anyway, so I dip that in to the taramasalata. And if it's a fairly long one and, you know, there's the middle chunk my mouth potentially has touched, but the, the, then the top half it hasn't, I then turn that over. That then goes into the taramasalata and then uh, I eat that. But if it's a, a short, stumpy piece of carrot or cucumber or a radish, then it's just a one dip. So what policy. you're saying, you can, you can double dip if you turn it round. Yeah. I don't even think she was saying he was double dipping. I think she was saying he, he scooped it up on his plate. Yeah, and he takes too much. Yeah. It's just disgusting. Less is more. Oh, no, I'd rather scoop it on my plate. I'm not double dipping. That's what I'd do. Well, and look, and if there's a spoon in the yes. taramasalata or the hummus or the whatever it happens to be, the uh, sour cream and chive sauce, that's fine. You scoop, you pop it onto your plate. Hang on. I think someone's having sex above us. Well, if that's sex, Shh. they're doing it wrong. Shh. Go on, son. They're well shagging. Does it stop? Yeah, I think it might be building work. I think there is a bit of building work going on. That's what they call it. There's a lot of work going on in Monaco and buildings, faces, it all goes on. Hang on. It's not building work, mate. Is he finished? Tools down. Anyway, with double dipping, I think really, you know, if you're going to have dips, sadly there are always going to be people that that do it incorrectly. The best thing I would say in that instance is just lead by example. So what's the etiquette of dipping? Um, If there's a spoon? Only dip once if it's a small, stumpy thing. Mm -hmm. And if it's a larger, longer, thinner thing, then you can turn it over, dip again. If there's a spoon, can you put a bit on your plate? 
Yeah, that's fine. But not loads. Not loads. Remember, a buffet is a communal experience. Or, oh, or, as we shall now call it, a picky tea. A picky tea? I can't believe you've never had a picky tea. Anyway, let's move on. Um, what have we learnt? I've learnt what a picky tea is. Yep. I've also learnt that I really should never leave the house without my llama. <laughs> Thanks for sending in that. That llama's looking at me now. I've learnt that this is how the other half live. He looks a bit alarmed. <laughs> you can do better than that. Llama. Um... <laughs> I've I've learned this is how do you know my one of my best mates his nickname's Llama. He's got that long neck, like beady eyes. Why Llama? No, why not giraffe? No, because he's he's got a long neck and like little beady llama eyes. Right. Lovely bloke. He's just just finished building an extension. Um, he's probably probably working upstairs. <laughs> um, I've learned that this is how the other half live. This is how rich people live, and it is fascinating. And a lot of rich people have had a lot of work done. And I don't think there'll be uh, a fourth series of Sex and My Boss because William will probably be too Botoxed up that he won't be able to speak. He'll speak like the rest of the people around it. Just for the record, I haven't had Botox in about two or three years. Right, let's go for dinner. We've got, we've got to get ready. We've got to go. I'm a bit nervous. We've got our posh dinner. Make sure you're listening to next week's episode because we're going to tell you how I got on at this five-star posh dinner. And we're breakfast. Back. I mean, let's, let's not forget, you, got... you and I are sharing a room. Yeah. So there's, there's loads more to tell you. Tomorrow we're going to have a proper day out around Monaco. So uh, make sure you're listening next week because we're going to tell you all about it. How would you get in touch with William Hansen? All the information is on the website, sexedmyboss.com. Goodbye. Goodbye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.